Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Hope you're well on this Thursday morning. Obviously, I never did one. Another day, another vlog yesterday. By the time I woke up, I think I woke up about 10.30. After a good sleep, after night shift, uh, I was up till about oh, one o'clock. I think editing, I uh, got the video out. Um, and I smashed out a heap of work on the next video, on the photos for the next videos. I think I actually did pretty well for a thing. It, um, massive difference for the editing process when you don't have to wait to constantly let things load and changes change to see what they are to do it. So very, very huge in that regards for the new computer, the 16 inch, uh, just, Awesome. I think I've said it before, I'm still dumbfounded on how much of a change it is for me over my last, over the old 13 inch. It's just massive. Um, yeah, technology. Wow, it's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, I had like 156 photos in the new one, uh, and I think I've pretty much got it down to like 30 or 40, just going through and just trimming them and just working out the best ones and just keep going backwards and forwards in there and just doing that and I'm sort of getting down to editing out those final images and then trying to work out which I normally try and get about 10 maybe maybe 10 to 15 15 worst case I don't want to go too many of that because then trying to fit them in the video is a bit tricky but this was a uh, a big canyon walk I did at work actually you might be able to see it you'll be able to see it here on the map so basically camps down here and then sort of comes up here this is a, a bigger picture so basically this canyon here so it camps back over here and I walked through this canyon up and around onto top of this ridge all the way down and then back down and around it's about five hour walk I think it was it's about six k's as the crow flies but it's a, it's a mountain range about at least two three hundred meters up so it was crazy and this this uh, ridge is this canyon in there was just insane. It had a massive, however many thousands of years ago, there was like a massive rock fall come down. And yeah, it was very, very cool and a great day. Uh, a beautiful spot and just some amazing uh, Kimberley, or sorry, Pilbara. Uh, I was gonna say architecture, <laughs> but it's not, I guess it's nature's architecture. Um, architecture. Um, so yeah, but yeah, just amazing and really, really cool and just very, very lucky to be able to witness some of the things I get to see on my, on my little exercise jaws. So yeah, very, very cool. So that's, that's coming along nicely. Uh, got to do some more work on that tonight after this video, smash this one back up, get this one up and done and dust, have some brekkie, talk to family, I'll do some more work before I go to bed. Um, if you haven't seen the new video up, that's the one on Les Murdy Homecoming, Les Murdy Falls Homecoming. Basically about a year ago, I give you a quick synopsis, about a year ago I had my M50 um, kit lens on, no idea really what I was doing, was having, having to learn a digital camera the last time I really used a proper camera was in my school days when I was actually knew what the hell I was doing uh, and that was back in film uh, in the early 90s, 1993 I think was my last year of uh, proper camera work when I, I got an A, it's the only A I've ever got in school so 
yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. Um, so I'd come back. It was just like a gen generic hobby that we all do. When you go and travel, you take some photos and stuff like that, but nothing sort of to what I want. And that video from last year um, really just blew my socks off. And I'd said, nah, baseball. I knew, I knew baseball was coming to an end, and I wanted to have something to direct my focus to and give me something to do in my time off, and to I guess I guess have a hobby. Not not a hobby, but a to get it to have a passion and baseball's been my passion since I was five um, and to be able to have something that I can direct I do have a lot of energy direct a lot of my energy into it uh, does make a world of difference and I don't regret it it's been a massive learning curve um, and I guess if you're an older older person like myself in in your 40s mid mid 40s now it's a bit scary um, and you've probably done film you probably did the film thing like me at school and that was probably really cool to come back and try and learn Premiere Pro, Lightroom, Photoshop, digital cameras, the price of everything. It's, yeah, it's pretty. And then the computer side and having a computer can do it. It's, there's a lot, lot in there that you have got to do it. So it's sort of, it's been a massive, massive learning curve, and I started at the very bottom, and I've been slowly creeping my way up on a nice slow elevation. I think I don't think it's a sharp up. I think it's a slow. I hope I'm doing a decent job. Um, we seem to be getting a heap more subscribers in the last probably three to four months. I don't know if it's from COVID or not, or I think it might be getting out there. But I'm hoping you all are enjoying it. Uh, on. I love doing what I'm doing, so I'm really enjoying this. I'm enjoying this another day, another blog. Uh, it was crushing me the first six months when I was doing it every single day to try and get it up, especially on the old computer. Now it's just really easy, and uh, with this computer, it's just insane. Now I've got, I can, in five minutes, I can basically render out a audio track for my podcast, uh, and that's been really good. So. It's been a really good year, so and now and that from that year I knew I wanted to get on, so I've invested in this computer. That should take me into the next five, at least minimum five years, if not longer, to try at least get the money back out of it. So um, it's been really good and just yeah, a really good challenge and something to I guess just get enthusiastic about. You know, you get to your mid forties, you've probably done most of what you wanted to do, and then it's just basically work or kids and that and. I don't know, as a as a guy, it's sort of, you need something to to aim at, I guess. Especially when you play sport your whole life. Um, you've always got a goal to win that grand final, to get to the finals, play for Australia and all that. I've done all that. Um, and sort of, and I, sort of, at one stage there, it was like, well, I've got nothing really left I want to do. So what do I do? I'm basically, basically waiting to die. So that's not a good thing. So to have this to have a passion again and, and something to just push me and make me drive harder and uh, work harder I think it's good and so we can then maybe show some of these things to Jack when he grows up and he might get enthusiastic about it and enjoy it or I can at least pass on my passion for things to him at least little champo so that's pretty cool anyway so that's probably a long-winded chat about what I done in the last 24 hours but it was a little bit of a carry on but yeah so that Les Murdy video was it's basically a homecoming to sort of compare for myself over where I've come in the last 12 months 
and I think come up really good. Some had some really nice photos in there. Um, uh, yeah, anything to do with water and and and, the, and rivers and waterfalls is it's 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 pretty hard not to want to photograph it. So uh, it makes it good when you I'm starting to learn what I need to do and and to set the videos up so it flows. As well as that, it's a bit of a test on the FT7 Panasonic versus the GoPro. Um, obviously the GoPro is good because I can chuck the Rode mic wireless goes onto it uh, when I'm vlogging and I'm currently trying to look for a different solution for the GoPro as well. Just mainly because um, the image is not the world's best out of it. It's it's decent, but it's not good. It's or it's good, but I'm also looking at possibly having a little bit better setup. Like a, I'm going to try a proper video or probably proper camcorder, a decent one um, that I can put on the stand, and then I can have the M50 and I can talk about that with a GoPro because I can't see what's going on, it's a bit tricky, so I wanted something with a flippy screen and obviously I've got the new 1D, 1DS Mark II as well, so there's some more stuff I want to do in that regard, so we're, we're doing some things on the channel, hopefully it uh, it all pans out, I've just got to get the right bargain on eBay. <laughs> Radio, this is a little bit of news before we go, I'll just waffle on for 10 minutes, sorry about that. I hope you're still here, still awake. Um, you're probably at work, so this would be a good, get the news in early. Okay, so big, big news for fans of Toyota and Utes. Um, we all know about the F-150. They released the new one the other day, and that's the one we talked about in the channel with the uh, generators built in, and the 2.4, I think, and a 7.2 KVA generator, you can, so you can plug everything into the back and also has a full autonomous driving on highway. So that's pretty big. Um, the Ram this year or, or next in this year's model is putting the Hellcat engine in their Rams. So that's a 522 kilowatt engine in a, in a ute. So that's a massive deal. Well, Toyota didn't want to get left out. Uh, they had the LC500, the Lexus 500. It's got a V8 in there. Um, it's been put on hold due to COVID, cost cutting and stuff like that. This new, brand new car with this brand new V8 engine. They are going to be putting that into the Tundra in the States. Now, they're also looking at the Tundra may become a global, global uh, level product, which means it'll become right-hand drive. So the options are looking pretty good especially with the Silverado in Australia, also the F, um, the Silver, Silverados, the Rams already here, the Nissan talk, looking at coming to Australia, F-150 I'm sure is going to be pretty much here soon, and now we're looking like we're going to have a, this Tundra size car coming to Australia as well. Now the engines are going to be a twin turbo. There was no outputs or anything of it. It's obviously still in development, but this engine's not going to get wasted <clears throat> and just get put on a back burner. Apparently, it's a really, really nice engine. So, uh, Toyota fans out there, the highlights might be getting a bit of a upgrade with a bit of force-fed power, and I'd say it'd be something somewhere in the least the 400 kilowatt sort of range, somewhere like that. Uh, it's going to be compete with the F-150 Raptor and the uh, Ram, so 
pretty darn cool and yeah I think it's I think that's changed a lot in Australia though with the Utes are the biggest thing biggest selling cars in Australia the um, I think the uh, what have we got the, you get the Colorado you've got the Toyota Hilux and you've got the Ford oh, can I remember what the Ford is Ford Ranger Ranger's huge that's the number one selling car in Australia and that's a twin cab Ute uh, the Ram has been huge hugely successful here so that's a big reason why these companies now are looking at bringing their big utes in so very very cool and it might only it might be one of the last times we get an engine like this too because with the electric all the electric utes coming these may be the last models you can get a decent a, a petrol engine or a v8 or a powerful engine before everyone goes electric so keep an eye out uh polar pro uh You'll know them if you're in photography or video. Peter McKinnon, the variable ND filters that he has, uh, pretty well-known brand, really high quality. The the lenses or the the filters are super high quality, pretty expensive as well. They're branching out. They're going in some different things. They've got three new products out. Um, they've got released. You can get them on special at the moment. They've got a discount on them for the month of July. Um, it's the first one's a minimalist tripod, so it's uh, I guess something to compete with the Joby. Um, whereas the Joby's a flexible head or flexible legs as such, this is a got two stainless steel teeth type things, and you and you can loosen off the nut and you put it out to any angle. I think it's got seven levels, seven adjustments you can have on these legs. Um, so that was pretty cool so really robust super strong can hold a lot of weight and once you lock them in those legs will not move it, it is aluminium so i guess it will benefit a lot of force but they are saying it can take a little bit it does have a ball head like the Joby's as well and it's got a its own mounting and the mount clip is very similar very similar to the peak design clip uh, we'll talk a, bit, a little bit about more. The only other thing with the tripod is it does have the ability to flip over into portrait mode or vertical mode. Um, the problem, and the only problem I've seen with that is there's no locking mechanism for that. So if you put the camera on wrong, it will automatically fall over, or if you move it, it can fall over and fall into that uh, vertical mode. So they do need to fix a couple of things on it. Um, now that was, but other than that, it looked really like a really well built. It just I think that was probably the only thing on it that was a letdown. It can't extend. It's basically one size, basically exactly like that. It does have removable rubber feet, um, which then go to like a, a plastic tooth type setup. So you'll see like on the three-legged thing, um, the three-legged thing, we can get a we can get change the feet off for claws or spikes or whatever, and like really well built. This is not as like that, but in that same sort of form factor, if that makes sense. Go check it out. Um, it is not too bad. It will take up to three pounds of weight. Uh, stainless steel teeth in those arms locking in the legs, so that was pretty cool. And then removal feet. Now also there's a thing called a Bolle uh, uh, strap or camera strap and quick release system. So much like the Capture Pro uh, capture clip from Peak Design, 
basically uh, a, rip, a rip off of that. There's no way. There's no other way to say it. It is basically exactly the same thing, just a different variety. So the only difference with it, I think I've got. Where's my? It's here somewhere. I don't have it. I should have grabbed it before. So with your kitchen. Uh, <coughs> Use my three-legged thing, L-frame. So with your that, you've got your clip, and that slides down into your chest, okay? And then, then you've got the push button there to unlock it, and then you've got to pull it up and out. So that's secure as hell on the Peak Design. No way that's gonna fall out. The difference with this one is it's got a big button on the side. Um, you've got to push that button in, and then you rotate it to pull the camera out. And then when you put it back in, it just clips in. So. There was a little bit of concern that it may bump it and then you can lose it and apparently someone dropped an L-series lens on another video on another channel and basically destroyed the L-series lens because it bumped the button and then it fell. So just be careful. <clears throat> so that was not good. And the only other, only issue on the negative side of it, I mean it looks fantastic, it's really well built, exactly like the thing, it's made out of good quality materials. It's there's no dramas with it, but it just just that button release, it looked, it doesn't have a, yeah, it looked a little bit suspect in that regards. And then obviously uh, you can get criminals. So just be careful with those clips. If you are in a heavy populated area, like Tourist Central, and you've got a lot of people around, just be aware of pickpockets because if all they're gonna do is quickly push a button and then twist it, that can take less than a second. Uh, these guys are pretty good, so just be careful. Same as with the peak, they, if they want, they can get that as well. So just got to be careful. Obviously, you probably want to have a eye on it. Now, they, the other one was a. It's called a camera strap one, or the bolle. The, there was a bolle and a normal strap mount. Um, bolle. The only difference was it comes basically inbuilt with two little um, little peak design little hoops, something similar to that, that hoop onto a strap, so you can put it on a strap, but with a quick release system as well. So it's sort of, you can just have a strap, and then the camera, in the quick release, pull the camera off and you free, and you leave your strap on you. So that was, I thought that was really, really well thought of, um, but I, I thought of a way I could possibly do that with my Peak Design one, so yeah, pretty cool. Um, other than that, yeah, it was pretty cool. Now they were, the two straps or the two quick releases, one was 49, one was 59, depending on what size you get and, what, and blah, blah, blah. You can buy a set where you get all three, so you get the uh, minimalist tripod, the camera strap clip, and also there's the normal uh, backpack clip as well. Uh, I think that was 199 on special for July or until sold out and it's normal price was like $2.99 or something. So, or something around there. It was a pretty decent discount if you were gonna try all three. Um, again, really well built. They're a really well known company. They do, like the quality is gonna be up there definitely with Peak Design. They're both two companies that make amazing gear. You can't, like you really can't knock the quality level. Um, it's, I think the only, I didn't mind that the tripod, I just didn't know the value wise. I mean, if you've already got a Joby, I don't know if you'd go 
and replace it if it was going to be that beneficial enough to replace it. That was my only thing. If you sold this and got some money for it, then you could probably put it into it if you wanted to try it, but I don't think I'd just go and get it just to get it. It wasn't good enough to get rid of this, I guess. That was my fault. Anyway. Um, and last but not least, uh, Xbox has locked in a that S, it's called the S line, but it's the cheap version that Lou was talking about on Unbox Therapy, or Lou later uh, the other day. We did talk about it. Um, we're going to find out in August. They're going to do the full release. We'll get the prices. So Xbox, definitely three models. You'll get your digit, digital, you'll get your uh, disk drive, and then you're going to get the El Cheapo Half Strength Cafe Latte with a twist of lemon Xbox at uh, whatever half of the full price is, <laughs> I guess. Um, so yeah, early August, no locked-in dates, but they're saying early August we will get the full rundown on Xbox and the full release. So that's pretty cool, exciting. That gives us something. We've got Canon coming up, uh, and they're talking about something extra uh, for the release. I don't know how much more they have to throw out of us, but we've got Canon coming up uh, this month on the 9th. Yes, super excited. What is it, the second seven days to go for us? Can't wait. Uh, then we're gonna have the Xbox stuff in August, then we come into September, and then we go into the iPhone realms, and then we get Christmas. So, holy hell, we're in the second part of the year. Things are gonna get mental uh, now that COVID's slowly, slowly, slowly slowing down. Um, yeah, radio, I better go. Got stuff to do. I gotta work. Let me get back to work. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's it. Another day. I will see you all again for the end of the week show, Friday, tomorrow morning. Uh, hope you're well. Hope you had a nice sleep. You're up and fresh and ready to go Thursday. Half the week's gone. A couple more days and you're done and dusted and you can kick back and relax with the family. Radio, I'll see you all tomorrow. Stay safe and peace out, I guess. Radio, go check out our video. Make sure you like, subscribe, all those things. Do the YouTube 2020 thing. And I can dance for you. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'll take it. Anyway, peace.